Critical Drinking. I'm Kevin Regan. I'm Tyler Cepsi. And this is the podcast where we drink beer, we watch movies, and we talk about them. This is episode 66 of Critical Drinking. We're going to be watching Don't Look Now, the obscure 1973 Donald Sutherland Julie Christie movie. Uh, basically, a movie that fit the top five that we wanted to do. And that top five is top five worst endings. That's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a lot of vigor. It's going to be a lot of excitement. There's going to be a lot of, a lot of feistiness. If you guys enjoyed the episode, uh, the douchebag one, this mm. is going to be on par. This is going to be. That's that's goes down in history as one of the recent top that's episodes. One. one of my faves. I like it. But this will be equal. So don't look now. Is basically our criteria for finding one was all right. We know the movies that we've seen that have awful endings, but. We want to do a movie that we both have not seen, but that also fits a criteria of worst ending. And so this, from depending on who you read or what reviews you look at or whatever, this is a mixed bag. But people either say the ending is great or they say it's awful. No one says the ending is just satisfactory. It ends. So it's polarizing, which is good, which is what we wanted, which hopefully will drive a little bit of discussion around this movie. But... Uh, Make no mistake, this movie is, or this uh, episode is not about the movie we watch, it is about the list. Yep. So we're going to get to that as quickly as possible. Very um, exciting. The, uh, we had some activity on the Facebook page this, uh, this past week. We actually posted some news articles, some posters, had some, had some conversations going. Maddie C. was wondering what the fuck the, this movie was all about, what it even is. He just posted what? And so I said, here, read this. This is why, which is just explains the reason why what I just explained to all you. So uh, get over there, though, facebook.com slash critical drinking. Let us know what you think. Um, but without further ado, I mean, I think we should just go right into it. I'm all right with um, that. It is an hour and ten minute movie. It is on Netflix. Watch instantly. We are drinking Bud Lights. Hour and ten minutes? 110 minutes, sorry. Yeah. Hour 50. <laughs> It is. Oh my God. Shortest uh, movie in history? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're drinking Bud Lights. We also have some Great Divide sampler pack action going. Uh, Tyler, how many are you going to drink? Uh, said you're going to get aggressive tonight. I want to do eight. Eight in an hour and 50 minutes. I'm going to do six. I'm going to undershoot by two. See if I can power through. Okay. But I'm going to do six. That'll be an average of maybe one every 20, 18 minutes or something like that. Um, So we're going to get on this, and 110 minutes later, slash 10 seconds later for you guys, we'll be back to talk about this movie. Be back. Welcome back to Critical Drinking. We just watched the worst movie of all time. I don't know about worst of all time, but Don't Look Now was not the best. Ever. Not the best ever. Not the best ever. Not the worst ever, but not the best ever. Um, first things first, how many of your eight did you drink? All eight. All eight. Got it. In an hour 50, drank all eight. Pretty psyched. Impressive. We have Tobes here. If you hear, uh, if you hear panting more, more than normal dog sounds, it's because there are two dogs. And one is 
carrying around some foam. <laughs> and that must be hard to breathe. <laughs> um, I drank six of six. So that was that. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. Do you want to just jump right in and tell everyone how much you hated this? Yes. <laughs> I would love to. I have no fucking clue what happened. Yep. Yeah. Most... It was very quiet. And you noticed it when there were very, like, loud flashes of sound. Yeah. I... Very quiet. About 30 minutes into the movie, I was like, okay, we're already at 50... I don't know if you own a Samsung television, but mm. at 50 is pretty loud. Yeah. It goes up to 100. Yeah. Which is... It should this go up to 113. To 111 it should go up to, but it doesn't. It only goes to 100. Why not just make 10 louder? Because this one goes to 11. By the way, okay. by the way, watch Ma- what's his name? Michael, uh, the guy that wrote the movie, Michael McKeon. Sure. I th- in front of me in line at the uh, Albertsons over here. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hashtag celeb setting. Hashtag he must not have a lot of money because he lives in Culver <laughs> City. And uh, shops at Albertsons. Yeah. That sucks, man. That's too bad. Poor, poor guy. That's too bad. Great movies. Great movie, though. That's movies bad. he's done that and sure. what else uh the mighty wind yeah he's uh, done all mighty those wind. right yeah, yeah, yeah. all those uh do they have a the name the dog one yeah best in show best in show yeah does that little group have a name the pores like, <laughs> christopher guest and uh uh fuck all those dudes there's is this show i know you don't have we're loud enough? hbo yeah we're loud enough yeah. uh you don't have HBO, but there's a show on HBO called, I think, The Family Tree or something. It's not that funny, but it's got the white dude with, like, the blonde hair from those. Like, yeah. Spinal Tap, the dude with the blonde hair. Yeah, this, and this he's, guy. like, the funniest part. Michael. Yeah. Michael. He's, like, the funniest Mc- thing. Mc- yeah. Mc- he's the funniest part. They were filming in Venice a lot, actually. So he might, that might have been. Might have just right been around. on his yeah. way home back to the rich people. That's maybe. Just found this. Uh, probably not. That show quaint. sucks. <laughs> probably true. Probably true. Uh, what else? I don't know. I don't remember. It says 335 member reviews on Netflix. What do they rate them at? Five, is that a five star review? That might be a five star. Is that a five star review? 316 out of 317 members found this review helpful. No. No. It's not even that much of a review. Cheesy horror. And they spelled a second word in their review wrong. Yeah, two R's in horror. Well, there's three R's in horror, (laughs) apparently. What a dick. 316 out of 317 members can suck it. Uh, Ugh. Alright, what else? What else? I don't know. Something about 70s suspense horror movies. Unless it's The Exorcist. They don't really catch my attention very well. Like, I really have ADD. (laughs) I really actually do, and I can't watch these movies. Like, they don't catch my attention like a Michael Bay film (laughs) would. Nice. Oh, Michael Bay. Yep. I don't hate that guy. It's a good good comparison. There's something... How is this worse than Transformers? Like why was actually name the reasons why Transformers is so much better it's than not, this movie? It's not because I couldn't even watch Transformers. <laughs> I still have no idea what the fuck is going on, even though I watched the cartoons. Um, but this movie, <laughs> from the beginning, just doesn't catch you. Nothing's dramatic enough to 
want you to care. Yeah. His daughter dies, and you just don't really give a shit because he apparently doesn't. He doesn't really give a shit. He kind of dives in to help her, but it's all in slow motion, and he doesn't move as fast as you think he should. Yeah. To help your daughter oh, drowning. Oh, 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 oh God, he makes weird. Yeah, he makes weird noises. Which, besides the fact, it doesn't really matter if he makes weird noises yeah. or not. But it everything's kind of slow motion in this movie. And it, I just don't get yeah. it. Yeah. And it doesn't. It doesn't capture my it's tough. imagination enough. And I know it's supposed to. I know it's just supposed to be suspenseful. And there's supposed to be some sort of drama to it. But I, within the first 20 minutes, I kind of checked out, to be completely honest. Yeah. And I stopped giving a shit. I just focused on my beer drinking numbers. That's important. And this though. was kind of like a stop clock to, Yep. okay, you got to meet your drinking numbers. And That's this, right. Like this is that. Hey, you Obviously, that was all this movie was to me was a clock that I had to meet. I had to meet ah, numbers. That is scathing. That is scathing. I mean, you should put that on Netflix, and 317 of 317 members are gonna think this is useful. I can't believe people have thought that. What was that other review? Horror. Someone spelled wrong. something wrong. And it was a Horror. Review. Horror. There are a lot um, of breathing issues over there. <laughs> a lot of nasal passages that are blocked by yeah. general structure of their face, face. <laughs> structure <laughs> yeah. um no it's tough though because this movie you could tell like in the 70s there was a lot of dubbing that they decided to do where like you would film a scene and the mic situation wasn't good enough yeah. so then you would just dub it afterwards like you know d-sub would be sitting in a studio trying to pretend like he was running into a lake and there wasn't as good of, like, editing skills where, like, the editing in this movie, I will say, is unique and different and good. But you don't get, like, a long take of someone running into a lake. It's not as dramatic then because it's in real time then. Yeah. Like, now, it, in, in, like, if someone was running into the lake now, you'd get, like, six cuts in between. You'd get all this, like, hyper action, like, yeah. all camera movement and stuff to make you feel like there was a lot of intensity. This is just watching a dude in real time. It's like filming on a handy cam a guy running down to a lake. <laughs> it's like, that's not exciting because I see that on, on YouTube of a drunk bear falling and it's quicker than that. It's a pretty good video. Every time I watch slow-mo, I think of like, I equate it to the fact that we watched like, you watch Ken Block driving ever? Yeah. His oh, slow-mo. Yeah. He goes around a corner. It's... A person going around a corner yeah. in slow motion. It's fucking exciting. Yeah. You watch this, it's a guy running in slow motion. And it's that's a guy great. They're running in slow motion down the lake. But like the power... Germagurb. Uh, I think saying. there's so much power Honestly. that is lost when you dub. Because like you dub that slow-mo scream. If that was just silent, it would have been so much better than if they tried to have yeah. he him dub it in real time as if it was slowed down. <sighs> Ah. Oh, oh. <coughs> ah. <coughs> so I totally agree. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there's a lot. So, and I'll I'll post this on our page. I should have already posted it, but uh, after selecting this movie to be the one that we watched because I had heard things, I noticed that it was on Roger Ebert's. Um, list of great movies. And that's just something he has, like, 
a movie, uh, you know, like kind of a list, uh, a historical list of just all the movies that he considers great movies. And so he's got this on there. So don't look now, like if you Google, don't look now, Ebert, great movies or something. Boom. You'll find it. You'll find yeah, his Ro- review on com. Yeah. RogerEbert.com. So you'll find it. And it's just interesting because... He points out a lot, and I read this before I actually watched it, and he points out a lot of stuff that I think is is true, but I'm not sure I would gather that from watching it once. Like, he reads into it a lot. He, he goes into a lot of what the filmmaker was intending to do, which is different than what he actually did. I think a great screenplay can be something that a great, or that a, a subpar movie is heralded for. Like, you can say this is a great idea that just wasn't executed very well but to call this a great movie i'm not sure i mean he gave it four stars i'm not sure i would give this movie four stars now it's i mean there's lots of respect about it because 73 it's got d Suth and julie christie and they do a good job they have uh nicholas rogue who you know at that point um i think was just kind of up and coming but Fun fact, he was the second unit cinematographer on Lawrence of Arabia. And he actually had, you know, he, um, I believe after, he directed Walkabout and The Man Who Fell to Earth. So, like, he has some critically acclaimed movies under his belt. But this one, I'm not sure merits all of it. I mean, Ebert's review explains a completely different movie than I feel like I saw. Like, he goes through and really praises all this stuff for being great. And he praises the editor, which I agree with, because the editor did a great job. Because it's true that this movie never lets you settle in until, like, the hour 20 mark, where you kind of just get comfortable. And then, like, right at the end, which we'll kind of talk about, was, you know, unsettling as well. But, like, it keeps you, like, the whole scene with, and it reminds me of last week when we watched Antichrist after, our, or two weeks ago, or whatever it was. Watched that after our episode, which was a mistake. <laughs> um, and we we go through, and you're seeing like the scene right off the bat of the family losing their child, and it's like, okay, this was the same thing, but it was there were a lot of cuts in between to show you what, like what was going on all over when that was happening. And, like, he has this sixth sense and gets up, but, like, a kid rides over glass. And there's just all this unsettling shit. And it kind of continues throughout the whole movie. So that, you know, I guess keeps the... Keeps a little bit of tension going. But ultimately, I don't think that the narrative really... Really took... I mean, you can fragment a strong narrative, and it can still be really strong. You can fuck around with a really strong narrative, and it can still be strong like you can take memento and just piece it together backwards and it's a strong enough narrative to where you care going backwards and that's unique but this is like just flash almost like just kind of stylized without the best execution of the story and i guess it was based on a book so i don't know i obviously haven't read the book but i'm i haven't read the review yet i'm reading it now um it actually makes me appreciate the movie a little bit more than I did initially. I think I'd have to watch it again because right. he's probably watched it three or four, ten times or whatever. But yeah, there's a lot of 
things you can read into in the film, obviously. Like, if right in the beginning when they're doing the, what is it even called when they put the image down on a oh yeah like the, projector the little slide projector yeah. yeah the blood across his daughter's head or whatever you kind of read into that and you can read into that the beginning of the film straight into the end of the film kind of ends bloody. There's some serious dog action. Yep, there he is. Get up on it. Tobes! Tobes is here. But, Oops. yeah, no, the, I don't disagree with a lot of what he's saying in the review, but watching it once, yeah. especially being drunk, it just didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's not a critical drinking movie. No, it's not a, like a great, fun watching film. It's something you'd have to, as like an English major or something like that, you'd have yeah. to read into to get the, get the theme of the film or kind of equate one thing in the beginning to something in the end and it's just way too much to read into as a drunk person that i really had no yeah um so no i'm posting it on the episode link where we announced what episode we were doing i'm gonna post the link to the article there so now it is there so everyone can see it film summary Confirmed. of that movie um, so, I mean, there were a couple other things that, you know, coming off of his review, really this movie is about, the whole story is they lose their child at the beginning, then you're sort of, you don't know how far along they are in the grief process, and they're cutting to Venice, where he is commissioned to kind of renovate a cathedral, and that's all just implied, there's never any, like, kind of you know, exposition on here's the state of what's happening. It's all very visual and just kind of situational and you have to figure it out for yourself. Um, but he and his wife are there and then she kind of comes into contact with a psychic who says she can kind of help reach her daughter and then all this stuff. And the psychic was a little overdone. It's a little cheesy. Um, but then at the end, like the ending, which kind of, was interesting is I think completely dependent on how bought in you are throughout the rest of the movie. So if you are like on the edge of your seat when he is chasing and yeah, it's a 1973 movie, but say spoiler alert, but when he's chasing the, you know, figure in the red, I guess, coat down the canal streets or whatever, and then finds it exactly like a Blair Witch scene, like, Huddled in the corner right, yeah. is creepy, but like I didn't specifically know why. Like I wasn't, I don't think, brought along far enough in the story to really give a shit why this was, you know, ended up being creepy. And then she fucking cuts his throat with an axe, and that's cool. And then it ends, and that's kind of cool. Yeah, but. It was unexpected. And so I don't think that this movie, you can say that was an awful ending like it's, or that was a great ending. I think it depends on your feeling of the movie where you will be, which way, kind of, which side of the fence you come out on on that. Because if you hate the movie, you're going to go, the ending didn't really mean anything. If you love the movie, you may say that was the best ending that they could have done because it was so unexpected or something. It was random. Yeah. If he yeah, it could go either way. I thought it was ridiculous. Yeah. I thought the ending didn't mean anything. 
anything to me because I didn't. The movie didn't mean much to me to begin with because it didn't catch me. Yeah. But I can see in 1973 or eight or uh, three. Yeah, three. Yeah. So you watch the film. I don't know if this was right around when probably the Omen came out. They're trying to do a lot of like religious films then, and I didn't get the religious vibe other than the fact that he was re- like. Yeah, around a cathedral a all cathedral. the time. Cathedral, and he was, yeah, great. And there was that one, like, scene where he tries to fall off. Uh, oh yeah, the little scaffolding. Scaffolding, yeah. and then there was the the priest that said God doesn't give a shit about this place anymore. Essentially. Yep. That, that's the only religious ties you have to this film is the fact that he's working on a cathedral and the, the the priest that works there lives there whatever. yeah kind of condemns thinks it. god has right. forgotten it um, it's more supernatural it's not a scary film i thought yeah. it was going to be more uh, i hate to equate it to the exorcist but i thought it was going to be more like that the yeah. exorcist will catch my attention every fucking time because mm-hmm. there's more of this you know religious allure to it like there's more religion to it and that scares the shit out of me yeah and this had none of that and it just didn't catch my attention and yeah I forgot what I was going to say. So. <laughs> I hear you, though. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, all right, so what would you, if you had to give it a 1 out of 10? I mean, I don't want to rate low because I think I'd have to watch it again. So, you know, in watching it once, and that's it, I'd rate it a 6, but I want to watch it again for sure and see after that. Because after reading... Ebert's uh, yeah. little review here. I've only read a couple paragraphs so, thus far, but he definitely reads into it, and I see there's definitely a lot of things you can get out of the film, but I just haven't, you know, after yeah. one one viewing drunk, you just <laughs> right. can't get that out of it. So I'd have, I'd have to watch it again. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say the same. Um, and, you know, I think that this merits something that hasn't come out on a critical drinking podcast in a long time, which was unfortunate. So I think what I would do is I would give this a five and a half. If I was gonna, because it was above average, but barely. Yeah. It was one of those that I would say, yes, I would like to watch that again, but I would like to do it like okay. on a you know, Wednesday night when I have no, no distractions and nothing better to do, and I just kind of want to sit down and watch a movie. Not have something on while I'm doing something right. else, which is what we typically do here. Yeah. But but that five and a half, Tyler, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, gets the Julie Christie booby bump to a six and a half. <laughs> to a six and a half. If anyone is out there listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's six and a half now. Why? Boom. Her, ni- her for, nippies? For 19... 19- she has no boobs. She's got little ape tits. <laughs> but that may be true. A little gross but, 70s ape tits. But that is something that has been a historical uh, fact of of critical drinking. If there are enough to marry... If, it's like it's almost like our own little version of Mr. Skin. I'm gonna it's say the booby bump. Donald Sutherland gives a belly bump. It's about seven. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Nice stomach, and he weighs himself, and he says he's one eighty-five. Bullshit. Doubtful. Yeah. He looks Somalian skinny. In yeah, this movie. he looks emaciated. Um, all right. Want. So that was our review. If you agree or disagree, uh, also read Ebert, and then if you agree or disagree, go to Facebook and let us know why. And, and then watch it again, and, and then we'll us. harass you on the next episode. 
Um, so before we break, what did you watch? So I really want to get to our top five. Yeah, I've seen quite a few. We're 24 minutes into the recording. I know, I know. And I, we I both... anticipate we're going to go two hours. Yeah, we've both seen Antichrist, Antichrist. Ugh. Ugh. A lot. Mm. That hurt my nuts. I didn't sleep mushy, well for a while. Mushy nuts. I feel sick right now. Mushy nuts. If you haven't seen it, don't see it. Mushy. If you're a male, there's a lot of groin to log action so, in that film. So mushy. Uh, I've seen The Sweeney. Log to groin. Log to groin. I've seen The Sweeney, which, no, not that great, but I found out that I like uh, films that are British because of their <laughs> fucking accents. I don't nice. even know why. Yeah, it's not a great, not a great movie. <laughs> uh, I've seen This Is the End. It was fun. Yep, yeah. I saw that too. That was that probably my favorite comedy of 2013 so far. Yeah, that's it fine. was hilarious. I haven't seen as many movies in the theater as I used to. It was to, unique but too. It was good. It was funny. It was I thought it was gonna be uh, different, but yeah, that was funny. Uh, New Girl. I've watched an entire season of that. Uh, House of Cards. Gone through about five episodes of that. Expendables 2. Yep. Saw it. Uh, <laughs> That's watched, that. <laughs> watched Pi. Good. Again, I watched Pi again. It was good. A little weird. A disappointing ending, actually. Pi, uh, Speaking yeah. of, yep. Into the Wild. He deserved to die at the end, yep. That's all. Cool. The Avengers, not good. Escape from L.A. I kind of liked good. The Avengers. I thought it was very comic booky. It was comic booky, yeah. Which all these stupid comic book movies are trying to be less and less comic booky, like Man of Steel, which I haven't seen, I haven't but seen don't it, want but to see. I heard see. it was horrible. It's like that was comic booky. It was like, hey, there's like action and fun and joking and bad guys and funny. good guys. It got funny, yeah. Like, yeah. I guess it was comic booky. Like Batman's not comic booky anymore. It's right. more gritty than yeah, comic book. Exactly. So. God damn it, Chris Nolan. Yeah. No, what makes the movie makes the movie better? It makes this God movie better. Yeah. Damn it, Chris! I know him. I'm we're best friends, so I can call him Chris. Uh, yeah, Chrissy. Yeah, I think he likes Chrissy. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I must not know him as well as you know. I watched Hot Rod. Yes, hilarious. I've seen that movie ten times probably, and I love smashing dick holes. <laughs> and Someone's about to get their dick hole smashed. I've been drinking green tea all goddamn day. <laughs> I go to church every Sunday. You gotta get the demons from me. Right? <laughs> you gonna bring the demons out of me? And I watched Upstream Color. I don't know if you've it's seen mine it. now. It's totally my hat. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. What else? Say what? Weird. <laughs> uh, whiskey. The safety word's gonna be whiskey. He won't think it's funny when I murder him. <laughs> okay, that's enough hot rod quotes. Right. Um, Who and... would win in a fight? A grilled cheese sandwich or, or a, ta- a taco? Definitely a taco. Rob, is that really or Rod, is that really <laughs> what you wanted to ask me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a dream later. Well, if it was a fair fight, grilled prison cheese, rules, prison taco, rules, man. taco all day. Pretty racist, but correct. <laughs> all right. Oh. Upstream color. I also watched that. Nice, nice. Yeah, you I had think... quite the Netflix history going on. Yeah, dude, twenty-eight episodes of New Girl or <laughs> New whatever. Girl. New <laughs> Girl, New yeah. Girl, New Girl. But it rivals my Netflix history of Breaking Bad. It was Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad. One stupid documentary. Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad. So I uh, I finished 
On the 3rd of July, I finished season 3 of Breaking Bad. On the 9th of July, and mind you, the 4th, I was obviously not watching TV. The 5th, I was... Well, the 5th, 6th, and 7th, I was in Palm Springs. And so, the 8th and the 9th are really the only times that I had. And by the 9th, we had finished season 4. <laughs> Is that so, on Netflix or Yeah, we Instant. went after it. Yeah, it's on Instagram. Uh, I've got to get on that. So now the challenge is that season five, they're being assholes about it, and they already aired the first half of season five. It's apparently the last season, but the first half. So there are eight episodes, and we have to catch up on all eight, and they're on demand. They're not on Netflix right now. And they are... They expire on Sunday. Get on that. So I gotta watch eight long. episodes of Breaking Bad by Sunday. They're an hour apiece. Yeah, they are. Yeah, get on that tomorrow. Forty-three minutes actually. Yeah, you're not doing t- anything tomorrow. No, I'm not. Enjoy your day. Yeah, thank you. You're Appreciate welcome. it. Appreciate yeah. that. Have a good day. So well, um, <laughs> the, you may uh, feel like you're on heroin. The I might. I probably will. Meth. Okay. Methamphetamine. Yeah, whatever. It's awesome. Uh, I also watched that shitty documentary I was talking about in the middle of Breaking Bad. It was Heckler, which is a Jamie Kennedy documentary about hecklers and comedy, and it was bad. It made Jamie, Jamie Kennedy look like the biggest little bitch. What a fucking bitch. And it was just dumb. Like, I don't know, it was probably hour 15 or hour 20, so I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> but it was, ugh. I watched it a couple months ago. Gross. Not good. Like, why would a shitty comic... Make a movie about shitty comics getting heckled. People aren't heckling you because your comedy sucks. They're heckling you because you yeah. fucking suck as a human being. Yeah, yeah. I'm heckling he, you right now, you son of a bitch. And he'll, he'll, like, in the movie, he comes to people with their own reviews and goes, why would you write that? He, like, cries do you, to people. Do you, do you hate me as a person? He's like, no, I'm not criticizing you. I'm criticizing your movie. Well, he doesn't seem to get that, and that is the only excuse they need because that's exactly what's happening. He's like... You said that Jamie Kennedy should get out of movies and just, like, find a day job? Are you serious? And they say, yeah, "Yeah, I am serious. Get out of movies. And everyone else that's probably watching that documentary says, yeah, he is serious. Get out of movies. What was the one that was the Beverly Hills? No, Malibu's Most Wanted. Malibu's Most Wanted, yeah. Oh, man. I've never seen it. He goes to people and was like, Wait, what did you, what was so bad about this? I was just, you know, trying to make a funny Yeah, and it sucked and we don't want to promote shitty movies that cost, you know, millions of dollars. Not going to do that anymore. And he's all def- like pussy like passive defensive. It's so weird, but it's just frustrating. It makes you want to beat his ass. Like I will beat just his ass. find I him in the meet that motherfucker. Him just and Seth Green. Kick his ass. Um but yeah, the only other movie that I watched that we didn't already mention was Star Trek Into Darkness. I actually saw Star Trek on a like a double feature that we Keeks and I did ourselves, which was we watched Star Trek, then we went and grabbed dinner, then we went back and watched This Is the End. And I love This Is the End, and Star Trek was just kind of forgettable. You cut two? Yeah. Two rooms? Two in one two night. In the theater? Yeah, two in the That's theater. Legit. It was fun. Power play. Yeah, it was fun. It was like a five o'clock and then an eight thirty or something. So we had time to get uh, get dinner in between. But it was fun. It was good. It was tasty. Um, and the movies. I mean, Star Trek. It was good, 
but it was forgettable. I think the first one was that good. Well, the first of the new ones. As I know, it's right. I mean, I thought that one was better than this one. This one was just a little... It was more like traditional... It almost felt like an elongated TV episode. Where it's like, it's just a weekly installment of the new Star Trek franchise. It's like, eh, it's not what we really want. It's not why they originally made the Star Trek movies. They did that because they wanted to make a standout, standalone but that's what I watched. So, um, all right, let's take a break and then let's get into this fucking top five list. Let's get into it. All right, we'll be back in uh, ten seconds. Welcome back to Critical Drinking. Uh, we just took our break. It was actually a long break. It was 10 seconds for you, but it's long for us. Um, we are here to go over our top five worst endings. And Tyler is just dramatically just ripping off his jacket. That's pretty good. It's like he's, he just got called out to the starting lineup. Just, ah! Put me in, coach. <laughs> I'm ready to play today. Yeah, CCR reference, that if you don't be- know. That it's was really beautiful. Great. That was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. But we are uh, we are ready to go over our top five um, 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 worst <laughs> endings. So, I mean, I guess we can just go into them. All right, let's get into it. If you hear anything in the background, it's New Girl. It's a great show. You should yep. watch it. New Girl, dogs, dogs. people. Yeah, a lot of things people. here tonight. People, man. People. People. Chicks, man. Chicks, man. <laughs> All right, um, so I'm going to defer to you. What's your uh, number five? Kill Bill Volume 2. Really? You don't like the five-finger point death Don't like it. Nope. The whole movie built up to a pile of shit ending. That's a good pick. Yeah. That's not on my list. Spoiler, not on my list, but it's a good pick. Yeah, no. You expect more from the ending because of Kill Bill Volume 1 ends in a bloodbath. Right. And Kill Bill Volume 2 ends in poking someone in the chest until they die. That's essentially it. It's pretty ridiculous. Hey, you so, know how we kill Bill at the end of all this? Yeah, poke him. We poke him a few times. <laughs> yeah, just poke him a bunch until he walks and dies. That's it. You One, expect two. The, whole, the movie is titled Kill Bill, and Bill dies by poking. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, Dumb. There's two volumes, and you expect way... Way more. So, from a two-volume series like that, that is probably the worst ending you can imagine. That's true. I mean, yeah. That's a great pick. So, that's your number five. That's my number five. You've got some vitriol coming to the last I don't know if I do. I think I just picked it randomly. <laughs> and you might have picked have your number ten, one. Number I have ten movies listed, and now I kind of regret the pick. It's uh, five, though. Nice. There's some good ones coming. Good. No. Good. Not good. There, there is some things. Kill Bill coming. was a good one. That was a good one. That's on my honorable mentions while not being on my honorable mentions. I mean, I dare David Carradine essentially killed himself, didn't he? He actually did. Yeah, it's a fact. Accidentally. Well, autoerotic asphyxia, asphyxiation. Accidentally, he, he hung did it. himself while trying to hang himself and jerk off. But so he, he didn't mean to kill himself. Probably the first part. No, he didn't. No, he he didn't. meant to Just have fun jang off, and he <laughs> ended up dying. I mean, you can't. 
I that guy is badass to me. He's he, a pretty awesome martial arts movie dude. Yeah, and I pictured him going out in a flame of swords to the face, <laughs> but he didn't. Did you he pronounce went, the W? Swords <laughs> <laughs> to the face, but he didn't. He went out in a flame of finger points to yes. the chest. Yes, he did. Pokes. That's true. Wow. Shitload of pokes. It's a good pick. I mean, he's got a six shooter on his waist, and he didn't shoot anybody. He just took some pokes. <laughs> really shitty. Bad oh, ending. Amazing pick. I'm like kind of stunned on that pick. I don't know if I can go on. Flabbergasted, maybe? Oh, flabbergasted, very much so. Um, I don't know if I can carry on, but I must. <laughs> you should must. Um, so my number five is not... It's a worst ending in a, in a different way. So it's a movie that is very well respected. It is a movie that doesn't have a terrible ending, but it's got a movie that's ending would have been so much better if it ended at a different point in the movie, in my opinion. So the worst ending is that it had shit after what should have been the ending. And that is L.A. Confidential. I think that if L.A. Confidential... So the whole climax of that movie is where Russell Crowe and Guy Pearce get into that house and they're just getting like fired on. And they're you know, shooting out the little windows. They're, Russell Crowe's going underneath and shooting people's feet out. And it's just awesome. And then here comes Big James Cromwell. He's like, yo, guys, I was just in Babe. It's time to murder. <laughs> it's time to come in and lay the law down because I am your superior. I am going to superiorly fuck you in the ass. So what he does, he ends up coming in and, you know, fucking them over and shooting Russell Crowe and being a dickhead about it. And uh, then they walk out of the house because they hear the sirens. And so they walk out of the house and... You know, James Cromwell is walking out, and Guy Pierce is kind of like stunned, like, what the fuck just happened? What are you doing? And uh, James Cromwell turns to Guy Pierce and goes, hold up your badge so they'll know you're a policeman. So it's like, yeah, that makes sense, cause that, but that's so devilish. Like, ooh, James, wow, you're going to pretend to be the good guy now? Ooh, and then guess what Guy Pierce does? He shotguns him to the back! <laughs> And that's what, but then, so Guy Pierce shotguns him to the back, James Cromwell is down, and then what Guy Pierce does is gets up, walks to the police cars, and holds up his badge. Roll credits. Roll credits right there. Instead of going back and saying, guys, good news, Russell Crowe's okay, he's in the back of a car, he gets talked to by Kim Basinger for like eight minutes when he's just not wanting to be there. And you don't want to watch this, and it's just a whole happy Hollywood ending. That's it. Everyone, great, we're all okay, yay, the good guys win. Remember when Russell Crowe got shot in the face and he's still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, but it would have been so much better if it just ended there and you're like, whoa, what the, wait, hold on, so many questions. Agreed. So, uh, LA Confidential is my number five. Good pick. That's my only, uh, my only one that's like breaking the rules of the list, where it's not I'm pissed off at the movie because it sucked because of the ending. Just pissed off because it could have been better. I love that movie though. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Uh, my number four is a pick that you'll probably see on a lot of lists that are out there of worst endings, which is Ocean's Twelve. Not on my list. Uh, you'll see it on a lot of lists. You know, you always do your homework, or at least I always do my homework when I'm 
making these lists to say, what's the general consensus of like the lists? Like, so I have my idea, I make my, you know, I kind of pare it down to a short list and then say, what, you know, what do other people say? Am I missing any that I just haven't thought of or something? And this one came up a lot, but it's so true. So the idea is, hey guys, so you remember that first one where we, you know, scammed that casino guy? We totally hijacked all of that money in his safe. We just broke right in and that just got away scot-free. Yeah, well, he caught us. Start number two. It's like, hey, fuck you guys. Remember what you thought, number one? Yeah, we're not that cool. We got caught. Okay, good premise. Good, you know, that's the reason for a sequel. Oh, aftermath. Fucked up. All right, now how do you get out of this? Ooh, let's figure it out. He hires them to go steal this Fabergé egg, which, first of all, is a stupid object to go after in the first place. The major, major movie first goes after, like, millions of dollars in a safe second one goes after an egg that people claim that has value three to six dollars and you don't give a shit you're like this i I wouldn't want this i would take this and i would smash it on the ground and say now everyone will stop thinking this stupid fucking egg is worth millions of dollars but that notwithstanding um the fuck you which is why it was the worst ending is because there's a giant middle finger at the end because the whole the whole thing ended up being hey guys and this is like the last five minutes of movies telling you this they might as well have come on and had George Clooney look you right in the eye and say this hey guys guess what you know that Fabergé egg that we were looking to steal this entire time we fucking stole it at the beginning of the movie we swapped it out before we even tried to steal it we stole it before we went after stealing it and you go Oh my god, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever <laughs> I've ever heard. That makes this entire movie just worthless. Cuts the knees out and just falls on its face. Then, any other time you're going to watch this movie... Oh yeah, they already have it. I'm going to turn it off because I know that they already got it. This, the rest where they're all getting picked off by cops and pretending that there's a lot of adversity going on and there's all this stuff and then the criminal ends up getting it in the end. Yeah, it's all... It doesn't matter. None of that matters. That's I, all like a giant play. I honestly guess I haven't seen this movie. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Don't ever see it. It was. It's the movie that you will hear that people are pissed off about because they feel like it was made specifically to fuck the audience. Like to just basically say, we don't respect you enough to give you the benefit of the doubt or give you any of that information in the beginning and we're just going to turn something at the end and say, haha, it was all a trick. So it's like, fuck you guys. Fuck me, no, fuck you. <laughs> so that's my number four, is uh, Ocean's 12. I, I've seen it once, I will never ever watch it again. What's your number four? Uh, honestly, The Village. Yes. It's going to be a combo between every M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan movie. <sighs> the Village just speaks for all M. Night movies. Yeah. It's a twist to be a fucking twist. Yep. There's no point to it. There's no... By the time you get to the end of the movie, there's no point to the entire movie. And it sounds like... I haven't seen Ocean's 12, but it sounds like that type of thing where she jumps out, it's like a national park, and what the fuck was the point? Right. Like, oh, great. Like, you're scaring these people to get away from society when you're shipping her out to go find society because she's blind and they need help because she needs medicine and stuff. The dumbest movie I've ever seen. 
Yeah. Literally the worst ending. And for some reason, there was a time in my life where M. Night Shyamalan movies would hang me up. Yeah, it was, was called The Sixth Sense. I was sus- yeah. I was suspended. It's called Unbreakable. I yeah. didn't like Unbreakable. Well, it was called The Sixth Sense then. <laughs> the Sixth Sense. Hung yeah. me up. Oh, man. This Great movie. Awesome. And Great he twist. rode the fucking coattails of The Sixth Sense for years. Still and is. he, What else does he come out with? He just did The Last Airbender. Um, well, have you seen that? No. Don't. I will never see it. It is literally... He just did another movie, uh, but didn't put his name on it. I wouldn't either. Yeah. At this point, after The Sixth Sense, you've created nothing. That's true. He's created The Lady in the Water, which I haven't seen. I refuse to see. I've heard it's awful. And he's created The Village. Signs. Signs is going to go along with The Village. And the fact that aliens come to town and to kill them by throwing water on them. That's the end of the fucking movie. Like, it's the, uh, not climactic whatsoever. You you're building up to nothing. Yeah. And it leaves the entire audience wanting more after Earth. He did that Will Smith movie. That was him. Will and Jaden Smith after Earth. Not gonna watch that's it. His no, I would not. I, I wouldn't watch it anyway. Like, Devil. I watched Devil. He did Devil. No, he wrote Devil. The elevator. He movie. wrote the story of Devil. Yeah. Yeah. Also not good. Yeah. I watched it. <laughs> he uh, also did The Happening, which I heard was just atrocious. It wasn't that bad. Really? Actually, okay. that was the one with uh, Mark Wahlberg, yeah. right? Yeah, It, it was could have been better, but it wasn't the worst M. Night Shyamalan movie ever. Okay. So, yeah, it could have been better. Yeah. But, such is life. But these were shitty. It was, he was building suspense for literally nothing, and you don't feel surprised at the end. You don't feel... This whole plot twist he's trying to build up that, oh my god, they've been living in a field for the last forever, how long they've been there? Yeah. You're just like, oh, okay. It raises more yeah, questions great. than it answers. What's the where point? You're like, wait, why would, hold on. What's the what, fucking point? Why would they be in the, when there's just, it's right. What? Question I have, how have no planes flown over that field ever? Yeah. Ever. Exactly. Ever? Yeah. yeah. No one knows. They think they all live in, uh, Colonial times. That was no William planes. Hurt. Why, what's his incentive to keep everyone there? There's no incentive to keep Like, didn't he... Wasn't his incentive that, like, his daughter was killed by someone in the real world? Go live in so, Maine. So, like, they, they quarantined all these people to say, it was all better when we didn't have suitcases and electronic telephones and... and soup, <laughs> soup kitchens. Yeah. And what? all these... We didn't have these... You know, cars and all this stuff like, you know, books and and friends and things. We just, it was simple. We just lived life by sitting around and doing nothing. That's Growing the, corn. That's the way it should be done. Scaring our children to shit. That's, go live in Maine. That's pretty scary. There are us. evil monsters out beyond there. So, yeah, however, Maine. if you don't go out there, eh, it's no big deal. Just hang out. By the way, they don't pass these uh, little... Invisible fences we have. They don't go there. Are they, do they actually have fences? They've actually. They're. They don't. They're just. It's like a. It's a tree line. Watchtower. And it's yeah, a tree line. Yeah. It's a tree line. So they're like, yeah, these monsters, totally civilized. Handshake agreement. We don't fuck with them. They don't fuck with us. Yeah. One of them's name is Craig. Like yeah, cool. Craig won't come here if you don't provoke him. <laughs> so don't go provoke him. Then guess what happens? Craig fucking comes to town. Yeah. Ruins it for everyone. And but he you know murders what? sheep. You know what sucks? 
Craig's probably just like fucking drunk that night, gets into one of those costumes and goes and, you know. Craig goes and murders some sheep and then shit goes crazy and the blind girl goes and finds that she lives in a fucking national preserve. She's like, she's touching things. It's like a Waffle House. She's touching the outside <laughs> of a Waffle House. She's a she fucking Roscoe's. Flies are like does, all over her face. What are you feeling now? I can't tell what your face These says. These smells, they're incredible. Yeah, it's Vermont maple syrup, <laughs> you dumb cunt. Waffle House. Excuse my language. That should be a Waffle House commercial that we just did right there. Probably. Waffle House. Dumb. Join us for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or dumb. midnight snack. You fat asses. Waffle Didn't it live, like, in Central Park, too? Wasn't it, like, near no, the city? No, it, it was, like, a wildlife preserve okay. or something like that. It would have been a lot better if it lived in Central Park. <laughs> it was yeah, Central Park. It would have been even worse. Oh, my God. There's been this... These people who've just been living Dude. in Central Park. Yeah. Inst- yeah. They're called bums. All right? They do that. <laughs> yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, the mole people, they live yeah. underneath the city. in the right. Dark yeah. Days. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Have you read that book? The mole people? No. Read that book. It's a, it's but Dark Days book. is a documentary about people who live under the subway. It's scary. Good. It's a good documentary. I think it's probably about the it's about the mole people. Mole people. Read the book. It's fucking scary. Okay. Um, I mean, it's scarier than the village. I mean, there's no point in making this village wherever the fuck you are, probably in the middle of Connecticut, when mm. you could just go to Northern Maine and pretend just live. So just live. M Knight had. I I feel like his. So I I don't want to derail this but it is my number three so i'll just give you that this you is- still have your number three to go but it's my number three so i'll just pick it back here is that i feel like actors like so there are directors actors where they will kind of follow the director and sign on to projects because of who it is not what it is right. like johnny depp is with tim burton always uh there is there have been multiple scorsese you know but de niro and now most recently dicaprio have been you know, Scorsese guys. Essence, They'll be in Scorsese's everything. D, man. Everything Constantly. that he's in. There's been plenty of people that have been like Spielberg's guys. But you get M. Night Shyamalan who started out... E.T. being number one. Yeah. E.T. was one of his movies. guys, man. He's just... A, he's a Spielberg guy. But, so he goes out and his first big movie is The Sixth Sense. And everyone, like, critical acclaim. Amazing movie. Twist that no one saw like reason to go rewatch it because of how subtle all of the little hints were very crafty and very well done and bruce willis was in that bruce willis goes next movie you make in doesn't matter what it is in unbreakable makes it i liked unbreakable it wasn't as good as sixth sense and the twist was borderline for twist sake where it was like wait comic mr glass this was all a whole comic of he orchestrated this whole yeah, that's not I can't no no this isn't this doesn't hold together very well but you know yeah good job he's a local hero you know he's like a Batman type guy a real world superhero from a comic book alright cool and then Bruce decides yeah fuck that I'm not into this anymore so M. Night goes and gets another guy and he goes out and gets Joaquin Phoenix says Joaquin Phoenix you're in uh, Signs and Signs did well Signs it was did. a decent movie. It it did well, and so I'm not. Or uh, Joaquin's probably like, "Fuck yeah!" Next thing you got, count me in. It was a village, <laughs> and then that was where it ended. So then, ever since, you don't have anyone who's like, "Yeah, man, I'll be your guy," and I don't know how he's pulling actors 
like Mark Wahlberg in The Happening, like Will Smith in After. Like at this point, how does he pull those guys? Sorry, but The Happening was a good one. All right, it's fair. Let's see it. Lady in the Water, though. How do you get Mark Wahlberg after Lady in the Water was a tremendous bomb? I haven't seen that. I haven't either, but that's, you know, case in point. It just, it got slammed for Oddly, just being bad. Like, weirdly enough, like, I hated Signs. Saw it in theaters, hated it. And I still went and saw The Village in the fucking theaters. Because mm-hmm. you expect him to have some sort of twist. Yeah. And some sort like to build up to something. Yep. And those two movies just let me off being like oh. Yeah, this was you know. Yeah. So I don't know. He yeah, well he but wore out his welcome cuz yeah. no one's since the village no one like less and less people have seen all of these movies. After Earth was a bomb. You know Will Smith was in it who generally turns out at least 60, 70 mil on opening weekend. It was like 29 million. His Downsy Child was in it too. That's true. That's true. Cannot confirm or deny he has Down syndrome. He Cannot has. confirm or deny. I'm his. Uh, deny. Cannot G- deny. I'm his GP. <laughs> I've, I told you I got my doctor's you license. Congratulations. Congratulations. I've been going to school this entire time. You've diagnosed him, I'm sure, 100% accurate. So Downs. I'm, we. We have officially broken news here, ladies and gentlemen. He's wearing a down jacket when he came. Jaden Smith has downs. What are we on now? All right, you are on your number three. We kind of just went into my number three. Okay. But I'll touch on it before I hit my number three. Son of a beasting. My number three is basic. Yes. I watched yes. it fairly recently, and I've seen it probably six times. And the end is fucking pointless. It's fucking... What is the point of the entire movie? You find that out at the end. What is the... What's the fucking point? Why did we do this entire thing? It was a plot... It was like a plot against one person? Yeah. That was it. Yep. It was a plot against one person. It was like a, a drug bust. That, that was it. That wasn't really a drugs. drug bust. <laughs> yeah. There was literally nothing about drugs until the, the end of the movie. And... I don't know. What's his... What's the actor's name? John Travolta. Nope. The one that's the drug buster. Uh, the drug busty. I don't remember. I'll look it up. Giovanni Rabisi. Boom. What? Giovanni Rabisi. Giovanni <laughs> Rabisi. Um, that movie, I've, again, I've seen it six times, and it makes less and less sense every time I watch it. Yeah. To the point where they show up at the end and she thinks she's going to capture the drug dealers and there's all oh this God, fucking... Oh my God, sneaking up behind him. I got him. There's this whole plot and Sammy Jackson comes out of the corner. He's like, hey, thanks for showing up. Yeah, you're part Wanna of the group Want to grab some now. beers? Yeah. Want to have some yeah. beers? This is hilarious. Sure. Uh, I can't uh, believe you're here. The guy you thought that was a drug dealer, he's making food over there. You <laughs> want some eggs or something? It's fucking retarded. What is the point of the entire movie? Don't make that movie then. My life would have been better. I've seen the movie six times, which means I've wasted about ten hours of my fucking life on nothing. On nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. On getting There's a, no satisfaction in that Getting movie. a shit ending pulled over your head and going, ha! Ha! Oh my god. Someone's laughing and pointing at you. They all they all played a joke on Giovanni Rabisi and he ended up dying anyway, so who the fuck gives a shit? Just shoot him in the face. <laughs> who the, the fuck movie? gives a shit? Just shoot him in the fucking face. 
Or yeah, that's it... you know that would have been the better ending if she shot him in the fucking face. Shot him right <laughs> in the fucking face. Fast. It's like all this stuff, and then there's like the credits roll, and then there's a tiny little I don't know what they call those little cappers at the end of credits that they kind of do like bloopers. Like no, 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 but like you know how like movies that you can tell are gonna have sequels, like Iron Man. Nice movies that have are gonna have sequels, like Iron Man, have a little. Like a little nugget at the end going, Oh, we just found Thor's hammer. Oh, yeah. You're like, Oh, they're gonna so make the a Thor thing. movie. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, this one should have just been her shooting him in the face. Yeah. Like, if you stay till after the credits, you're gonna get rewarded because she shoots him in the fucking face. Yeah. And now it's over. That was, that was it. Section it actually eight, ended this way. Section 8, guess what? You fucking suck. Yeah. Oh, Section 8 is what it was called. Section. They had an 8 ball fucking thing. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Isn't that cute? Isn't that fucking clever? Their little meeting place has an eight ball on top, and they're called Section Eight. How hilarious! And in the eight ball, it said Section. Oh, I'm someone from the Midwest that has half a brain and lives in a double wide. I get it. Oh my god. Dumb. Fuck that. Stupid. Fuck that. Dumb. Literally, Frank would think that was the greatest movie we've made. <laughs> like the greatest twist in cinema history. And what have we told you about Frank and douche movies? Goes double I only brought dumbass. Frank in because I want to loop it in with douche movies. I'm sorry, guys. Hashberg douchebag. Hashberg douchebag. But he would love this. Hashbag douchebag, actually. Um, Anyways. Not great. And look, it's got great two alright actors in it. Yeah. One, no, it does. One okay actor. Samuel I mean, Jackson, Travolta I was, was still, like, big time at that point. Yeah. Samuel was you know, still doing what he's doing. He's... Still, snakes, snakes. Tay Diggs, place. man. They got Tay Diggs and Tay Harry Connick Jr. Who? He's in that. Yeah. Harry Connick Jr. He is in that. It's Vilma. Yeah. Um. So, the they have these. The thing that bothers me the most is that there's plot twists within the fucking plot. Like they yes. keep reading back within the interviews. They read back everyone's side of the story. Yeah. And in the end, they don't. There's no point. It's a case of the movie where the story, it may be a good twist, but it doesn't work because they don't give you enough for it to pay off. Yeah. Like, it's almost like you go and you start telling a story about, some, like, I don't know, a basketball game, and you're just telling a story of this basketball game and how it's so great, and then at the very end, you go, at the beginning... That guy, that star player, stabbed a dude. And, like, cops were surrounding the entire building the whole time. And you're like, wait, that is a whole... Th that makes this... What you just told me about this game makes it completely irrelevant. Yeah. Because there's this... Like, there's not... There's not... Like... That's why good twists, like, like Sixth Sense, give you those nuggets. And honestly, arrogantly, what M. Night did with Sixth Sense will show you how he led you there. He's like, remember all this shit that I yeah. said? Yeah, I just outsmarted you, motherfucker. And you Essentially, go, yes, and you that's go, why I wow. fucking love that movie. Yes, you did. But he's like, these are all the things that I blatantly gave you. You just didn't recognize how blatant they were until I looped you back. This is like, there's no fucking nuggets to like assume this. This is just a twist to fuck you over at the end. Yeah. He just... Used a Twizzler to just twizzle. Just to fucking twizzle you. 
They just it. fucking twizzled. Straight up. M9's a twizzler, man. Not fucking twizzle. Not M9. All right. Whoever directed so, fucking basic was a We're going to get directly back to you. Because my number three is The Village, and we already talked about that. All right. Uh, my number two is Basic, and we just talked about that. I'm not even kidding. It's, Are you fucking it's kidding right me? Here. Your number two is basic. basic? My number two is basic. Am I at number two now? Yeah, I'm number two now. So, what I will say about basic is my synopsis was, wait, every, everyone's alive? Everyone this was lives. A con? This is stupid. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Only one person dies. That was it. And Giovanni, it's Giovanni Ribisi. And he deserves Giovanni to Giovanni Ribisi. Yep. That's him. So yeah, sorry. There you go. My number three and my number two in record time. Boom. You're that's number ridiculous. two. I, that's ridiculous. They're good. They're my good. N- number two. I think my dog's dying. Ah, she's just eating some. Stop chewing on foam and you won't die. <laughs> He's chewing foam and then barfing it up and then chewing it again. Is it foam? My no. number two is... Typical uh, Beezus. <laughs> typical retards. <laughs> no country for old men. Yep. In the... I love that movie more than many movies. Yeah. Like, that is one of my favorite movies to watch. I'll watch that every day of my life and be happy. But the end of the movie... The end of the movie is, for me, about 20 minutes long. And it ends with... I don't like the fact that you don't get to see... Um... For his name, the girl. He's got a girl's name. Yeah, he he's got a girl's name. He's got a girl's name. Uh, what is his name? Lois. <laughs> yeah, it's Lois. Let's say Lois. What is it? No, no, no. <laughs> the other guy. Well, that's how the movie really ends. That's like the last scene. Right. But this is talking about the. I'm talking about. There's yeah. an entire ending half hour from right. That. And I'm talking about. Uh, is his goddamn name? Javier. No, it's uh, Llewellyn. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you don't see how Llewellyn dies. You don't see who kills him. Right. You don't know if it's Javier or or the the mob. Yep. Not the mob. I guess the cartel. Yep. And you get a hint that it's both. Because the cartel's running out, because he's obviously shot at them, maybe killed one or two of them, because he's an ex-marine or whatever the hell he's yeah. an ex-army. And, but at, Tommy Lee rolls into that motel room later on, and Javier is still in there. So you don't know if Javier was in there looking for the money, obviously looking for the money, but you don't know if he killed Llewellyn. Right. Who is, what, Josh Brolin. Yeah. And that bothers me. I want to know that Javier killed him. Because that was the whole, this whole trip we've gone on is Javier, it's like a hunt. Yeah. Javier's on the hunt, and he's going to kill Llewellyn. No matter what the fuck he does, he's going to kill him. And if the cartel killed him, it's a letdown to me that Javier kind of didn't fulfill his mission. Yeah. And if he didn't, if the cartel didn't kill him and Javier did, I want to see it. I want to know that he did it, and he you know, succeeded and got the money. So we don't know either way. And then you've got the other ending that you're kind of left on a cliffhanger is it's kind of a coin flip as to whether or not he killed Llewellyn's wife. Call it. Call it. Call it. It's the second time in the film, and you assume that the second time in the film you get a 50-50 chance 
that it didn't go that way. He killed her just because of a coin. And he comes out and he wipes his shoes off. You assume. Well, it's an yeah, assumption. Yeah, you do. You don't see any blood. Right. You don't see anything else. But the 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 assumption is 50-50 chance you've got... You're going to... Dude lives gonna, at the beginning. You're going to die does, at the end. Yeah. She's going to because she didn't catch the flip right. Right. And he wipes his feet, assuming that, yeah, he killed her, but you don't know for sure. Right. You don't hear a gunshot. You don't hear shit. Yep. And that bothers me, too. And I don't know. Those two things, like two endings that I want to see, I don't get to see. Yeah. Like I don't, I kind of get le- left wanting more. And I think that's the reason I keep coming back to the movie. Bless you. <laughs> that was. Oh, my God. She's bothered. good. And I, like I keep watching the film, and I'll watch it forever. That's, again, one yeah. of my favorite films. But I am bothered by the fact that I don't... I want to see. I feel blind at the end of the movie. Yeah. And you know what? At the very end, when Tommy Lee's telling the story, you don't even know what happens to him and his dad. His dad goes up over that mountain. He's going to follow him, but he can't. His dream sequence? Yeah. That I don't give a shit about? Fuck Tommy Lee Jones. I understand why that's a bad ending. It's the third cliffhanger. Yeah, I understand. That, he, but you don't know if him and his dad are... I usually end it by then. <laughs> Tommy Lee, oh God, you're boring. Oh, I'm done. I like Tommy Lee Jones. So. You know what was a great... Uh, a great scene in that movie, though? That car crash at the that basically ends Anton Chigurh's... Right. Sequence, yeah. great scene. He just walks away. Yeah, he gives the kid a hundred dollars for a shirt. Yep, just is out. Just like, and he's fucked up, bone sticking out of his arm. You can hear his foot oh. dragging, like his his boot. Um, he doesn't have spurs, does he? No, it's just his boot heel or his boot toe or whatever it is. Yeah, that's a good one. Great, that's a good pick. Great film. We are on to our number ones. Yours. This is big because your list has been fantastic so far. I want. I don't want to have this be my number one. That is my number one. It's The Departed. Yep. All right. For the simple fact that everybody dies, and you want Matt Damon, Matt Damon to die. You, that's the only character you want to die because it's Matt Damon. Matt Damon. I hate Matt Damon. And I want him to die in every film I've ever seen with him in it. I want him to die. These little dogs, you should see this. If we had, a, This is another. This is a third podcast episode in a row that I've said I wish we had a video podcast. Mm. <laughs> this is hilarious. Oh, these wow. Look at these guys. She's violent with him usually, but doesn't <laughs> eat him. He submits. He yeah, enjoys he it. Yeah. I think he's a little, he's a little crazy lunatic over yeah. there. When they first met, she was straight up to giving the nips to him. Boom. You know, suckle on my teats. And now she's like, oh, I'm going to eat your face off. He will run away, and then guess what? She stops, and he's like, oh, we're not stopping yet. I'm coming right back. He's a provoker. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. She just pinned him against the couch so hard. And he's like, yep, bring it. <laughs> All right. Alright. So number one though. So yeah. departed. Departed. And it's the simple fact that you the first time you see it, you don't expect everyone to die. And first off, being Leonardo DiCaprio, you do not expect him to get shot in the face. No, you don't. 
It's an elevator opening. It's like every day I'm going to work, the elevator opens, and I get shot in the face. And that's the way you feel with that scene. And it goes downhill from there. In my opinion, everyone else, everyone else dies. The bo- Anthony, uh, the black guy. Anthony Anderson. Yeah, he dies. Like, what the hell, man? Yep. He was in it for like four minutes. Yep. And he was just in it <laughs> enough to be like, "Hey, guys!" <laughs> okay, he just dies. <laughs> the loud, does. the loud noises he makes. Just straight up dies. Just straight up gets shot in the head. Straight dies. Straight up gets shot by. Uh, Girlfriend Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. And then the only <laughs> saving grace of this Matt film Damon. is that Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie. Or is it Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Mark, not Donnie, but Donnie's It, it would have been better if it was Donnie. Yeah. But Mark just shoots him right in the face. Yeah. While he's got booties on and just no evidence anywhere, just shoots him right in the face. <laughs> Boom. Dead. Fuck you, son. But that's it. And I said, I told Tyler the other day that I was going to be my number one. And he said, the reason it's not my number one is that Mark Wahlberg lives at the end. That, I love that movie. Mark Wahlberg lives at the end, and that's the reason why... He why loves Tyler that loves it? He loves that Fuck movie. Fuck Mark Wahlberg. I love his personality in that movie. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> He's really funny in that movie, actually. Yeah. Donnie, you're out of your element. Donnie, go back to New Kids. Dude, Alec Baldwin steals the show in that movie. I think Mark Wahlberg does. Literally, Mark Wahlberg is hilarious. Mark Wahlberg is hilarious in that. I probably got him the role yeah. in a, of the other guys. Those That's two fucking guys. Yeah, he literally plays the same character same in the good. other guys. That salty Oh, that really hurt, man. What the hell? I learned to play the fucking flute to make fun of the fucking kids playing the flute or whatever the fuck you yeah. did in that. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. He did that. So, that, that brings up another question. Because, and I, I agree, I think it's a good pick because I actually, in the theater when I saw that, I audibly heard a lady, like, right when, in the middle of this just gunfire, like, everyone dying, she's like, oh, that's too much. <laughs> and I was like, it, you know, because you're in the moment, and when you're watching a movie, at least when I'm watching a movie, I don't really judge it until I'm done with it, if I'm into it. If it sucks, then I'm like, yeah, this sucks the whole time. But if it's good, then I won't judge it until it's over, and then I'll think back and go, what the fuck just happened? But she was like, in the moment, like, oh, that that's too much. That's too much. Like, and just out loud. In Portland, Oregon, where nobody ever yells at the screen. Oh, that's too it's much. It's not Torrance, California. <laughs> yeah. Guys. So, the question is, and because the last two of your picks have actually been based on... Well, the first No Country for Old Men was a Cormac McCarthy book. And then The Departed was actually a, I don't know where in Asia, but an Asian movie called... What? Uh, you just blew my mind, and that's yeah. a horrible ending right there. Yeah, so it... it uh, Infernal Affairs? Infernal Affairs, Infernal yes. Affairs. Infernal Affairs. I think it was Japan, I want to say, but I'm not What the fuck positive. are you guys talking about? Yeah, so it's based on a movie called Infernal Affairs, and... Scorsese based it on that and brought it over and is this for real life? That's for real life. You guys are fucking retarded. So the question is, question is two things. Number one, because No Country for Old Men, the reason they didn't show that is that a question? The reason they didn't show the ending, the reason they didn't show the ending is because the source material didn't have or didn't show the killing. So they were true to the source material. Oh, is okay. that a good thing? Like, do you think movies should hold true to the source or? Do you think that movies should do what's best for filming that movie? 
Like, so, would you have rather seen the... Because No Country for All Men, you've said it yourself, you'll watch it again and again for life. Is that a reason why? Because it didn't show stuff like that. I'm glad. I didn't know there was source material, first of all. I'm glad it stuck to it. If there was source material, then great. Tobes. Stick to it. Tobes. Tobes. Chill it out, Tobes. Get on it. Tobes, what is your worst ending? He doesn't know. He's fucking four months old. He doesn't even know know where he was born. A dude's butthole. He's literally just found out he had a tongue. Yeah, and it's sticking out all the time. Yep. What are you doing? You got a serious video podcast. Next episode is going to be a video podcast. <laughs> Tobes just licked Tyler's tongue. That yeah, was that's great. great news. Oh, look at that hug. Oh, this, see, I'm telling you. What's your number one, home slice? Hold on. I got to get this on not video, but. Look at this. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. It's a great picture. I'm going to upload that directly to Critical Drinking. Dot. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just opening your mouth and seeing what happens? <laughs> Tyler's opening his mouth, letting the dog go to town on it for like two seconds. It's like, oh, this is gross. Uh, it doesn't taste bad, though. It's great. Oh, you love it. You love it. <laughs> oh. You're eating his face. <laughs> Dude, my jaw looks huge. It's like that. Oh, my God. It looks scary. It's scary crazy. Oh, all right. Good one. Oh, Good one. Oh, it is very scary. So, I just got dumped. So I need. Everyone, I just got. I just literally, I literally got dumped because I ate my girlfriend's <laughs> dog's face. There it is. I'll, I'll go ahead and. Oh, it looks like I dropped my jaw like three octaves. <laughs> three octaves, huh? <laughs> totally dropped it three octaves. Um, Whatever that means. Yeah, so without further ado, my number one. <laughs> is one that I am more passionate about than any of these. I have I have said this like from from the start when I first was like, ooh, this has a bad ending. I said, boom. Number 1. No. I had it as number 1 the whole time. Like it was leader in the clubhouse the entire time. And that movie is the game. I love that movie. The game. So I will say, Tyler loves it. I will say, I did not care for that movie. That prefaces my next comments. Which is that the ending is so fucking convenient for this movie that it is retarded. Nope. Take the dipper. Retarded. So, it tries so hard to be clever at the end, to like tie up all the loose ends and pretend like, oh, hey, this was all a big, elaborate dream. I will say it was a more tied-together ending than Basic, which just pulled shit out of its ass. But it was unbelievably bullshit. Nope. So, it is, it's so convoluted. There's so much BS. There's so many twists. It is... Literally impossible for this to have happened. It is literally unbelievable that this would have happened. So, this is all obviously with a spoiler alert because this is the entire ending that I'm just going to talk about. But um, so Michael Douglas is, you know, led to believe that he's on kind of this. I don't know. I, we can kind of call it a adult scavenger hunt, where he's just got to go through in like a mystery, like a murder mystery, 
He goes through and he finds it. And by the end of it, he is so distraught. He is so psychologically fucked up. His life is crumbling around him in his own mind. That he decides, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Fuck it. I am... I, I can't go on, so I'm going to kill myself. And he decides to do that by jumping off the building that he is standing on. Because they just shot his fucking brother. So he's like, fuck it, I'm out of here. This, there's no way this has been unbelievable. I am going to kill myself. So he goes to jump off a building. He jumps, and you're like, holy shit, the guy just jumped off a building. Into a perfectly placed airbag. Through a fucking glass. Through some plate glass yeah. into a fucking airbag. Number one, that that glass had to... There's no way he landed on that bag on that glass and didn't get a single crack. No, it was safety glass, my friend. Yeah, that's bullshit. Safety glass. That's bullshit. Number two, that was a big building with a big roof. He could have taken a lot of jumps off of a lot of places on that roof. Yeah. Bullshit that he decided to jump in a convenient spot that was through the glass. Like, why would he have chosen that? Why wouldn't he have just gone in an area that didn't have, like, glass to jump through where he just could have landed flat on the street and guaranteed heart impact and death? Because he was so distraught, ladies and gentlemen. Let's remember this, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, that he was so distraught that he was committed to ending his life. He was done. He, was, he had made that agreement with himself that this is too much to continue. I'm done. So he was ready to hit the ground and just splat. That's it. So he conveniently jumps into that giant airbag. And at that point, the audience, just as he is, is finding out, wait a minute, what? Hold on. So, he, how was that airbag there? And he's, obviously, you're experiencing this with, with, with him, which is, you know, I, if you're going to do it this way, it's a cool way to do it. Because you're like, you're experiencing it as if you were the guy that just jumped in the airbag. Then right after, he's just shaking hands and smiling and all mm -hmm. good. Like, hey man, yeah, I just, uh, I just attempted suicide. And let's have some champagne, because this is hilarious. You guys drove me to killing myself. I haven't gotten over the fact that I conveniently took the way off of the fucking... Seven, like 70 story building that I jumped off of into the airbag that you placed there. What if I would have jumped off the other side? No, okay, it doesn't, all right, it doesn't matter. They but safety wait, <laughs> but what happened to my, oh shit, oh, Sean Penn, god damn it, there you are. And he comes walking over like, oh man, I'm just chilling in my white, big blood my white suit, that's cool, right? Yeah, man. Un-fucking believable. Love it. Love it. They, to pull off this heist, it may have taken $20 million. Nope. Of his own money, yeah. To pull this off. Yeah. He was rich. <laughs> yeah. Un unbelievable. Yeah. There's, like, not unbelievable as in just hyperbole. Like, this is unbelievable that this happened. I, it's literally, I will not. I'm incapable of believing this. You're not supposed to really believe it. It's for rich people only, and you'll never this be rich. Is, this is this is a game rich is, people play, I and you'll never fucking be rich. You'll never understand. I understand this. because I've gone through it. This is why I'm poor now. 
I've gone through it. I tried to kill myself, and now I'm fucking my safety bag. <laughs> now, mentally now you're exploded. all good because you had already committed to committing nope. suicide. All of my money, my and... sister spent on tricking me <laughs> into this whole scheme, and now I'm poor. What a dick. That's awesome. But now the whole movie is great. So and he gets up. So the moral of the story is... Very realistic. <laughs> moral of the story is he gets up, he walks around, he shakes hands, he goes, you know what, guys? Good joke. I'm going to go take a nap now. Essentially, yes. Credits roll as he walks into the sunset. Credits roll and you Fucking all high-five each other because this is Fucking the greatest film stupid. you've ever seen. Fucking ridiculous. Nope. It's un... I am incapable of believing that. You read into it too much. I don't. Yep. I don't. No? Nope. I don't. I mean, that whole movie I could have done for $1,000. <laughs> Give me $1,000, I will fuck you up so much that you're going to want to jump off into a pile of mattresses because that's what I can afford. <laughs> pile of really, really beat up mattresses. Hopefully so. it's off of no some guarantee stairs. On, Hopefully it's <laughs> off some stairs. <laughs> no guarantee on how soft it's going to be. Cause they're I mean, really if it's off a building, you'll up. probably die, but if it's off a couple of stairs, you'll be all right. It'll be cool. Probably knock the wind out of you. Maybe break a rib, but it'll be cool. You'll be up shaking hands, drinking mimosas. Before We're gonna laugh at you, and just it'll be like great. Michael Douglas. Yep, the dude jumped Dugs, off a man. fucking building and then is up drinking mimosas in less than five minutes. Less than five seconds. I mean, no, it takes five. It takes definitely five seconds to get out of that giant sack of air. True. What the hell? Lousy McGee, all up there by herself. Rearranging her fucking gonna, furniture. You're gonna move around. She's got solid oak furniture like we do. It's crazy. Three hundred pound fucking table. It's great news. Um, but that's my number one is the game. I just it it. Uh, my number one greatest movie reasons. of all time. It pisses me off. The game. It's not true. That is also I'm incapable of believing that. I'm. <laughs> you're an idiot. B. Stop choking on shit. Stop eating plastic. She heard us talking about uh, all that autoerotic asphyxiation, and she's trying to choke herself to get off on she it. She called me out. I you said number creeper. one, number one game, and she, number one movie. And she goes, "Barf! That movie sucks." Blah! I can't believe that. Oh my god! And then Toby's over there. What's he chewing on? He doesn't even know what he's chewing ow, on. Ow, he's ow, just ow. saying, "I'm Yoda." It's like I don't want you, Yoda. I don't want you Yoda. touching me. Come here. Stop chewing on that, Tobes. Toby, he doesn't even know what he's doing. Okay. Um, give me your honorable mentions, yeah. Uh, the game better be on there. It's, I'm no, incapable do, no. of believing it. I love the game. My brain doesn't work the way that no. will make me believe any of that. No, I will watch that movie every day and love it and still get stunned. I'll bet you $20 you can't watch that movie every day for a week. I'll bet you $100 that you can't watch that every day for a week. I won't take that back. I <laughs> know you won't because it's... In, I'm incapable of believing that movie. I've seen that movie probably every year since I was since it came out. Un. Hyphen, fucking, hyphen, believable. That's how you get Suri to say fucking. Did you not? No. Because Tim was like, Suri, what's my name? He wrote Tim fucking possible on the word. She was yeah. gonna be like, Tim freaking here, and she was like, what? Tim. Hyphen fucking hyphen possible, and she was like Tim fucking possible. <laughs> she said it with authority, and that's how you Damn do right. it. All right, Siri. All right, you're yeah. gonna call me Kevin, fucking incapable of believing <laughs> the game, Regan. After tonight, okay. Incapable. Uh, all right. Um, Honorable mentions. War of the Worlds, the newer one. Yep. 
Um, that was a fucking shit thing. Just because it was dumb. That whole movie sucked, though. So I the ending didn't ruin anything for me because I hated every part of it. I didn't like any of that movie, but the ending was just too happy to be happy. Ugh. It was just like, yeah, we're all in Boston, and Boston hasn't been touched by shit. Boston would be the first fucking place I would go if I were an alien because it's a horrible fucking town. Destroy it. Incapable of believing War of the Worlds. Hammerfist. Do it. Yep. Incapable. God Horrible damn it. fucking place. I agree. And Tom Cruise throwing a baseball also <laughs> hard. Can't believe he it. He throws it hard and just gets like, ow, that hurt, dad. Bullshit. You're fucking 5'2". You know how Tom Cruise throws a baseball? Like a girl. Like I throw a baseball left-handed. I throw it left-handed <laughs> yeah. the way he, he throws it with his dominant hand. It's actually true. It's very true. Watch yeah. that movie. He throws. He embarrasses himself throwing a baseball. He embarrasses himself. Because he goes, me. he cocks it like this and then goes, <laughs> like, he throws ah, it like the kid in Rookie of the Year. Yes, he does. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Uh, to hear, he cocks it and then to goes, hear, it just goes. <laughs> but he doesn't have nearly the power. It's throwing God. No power, man. Rosen Le- Left arm power, but you only cock it to your shoulder here. So no you only have this it. range of motion. You're no not pa- comfortable with going. Can't go past, man. You go in and shove it and through just... it like a shot put. Like a shot put through it. Ah, that's it. But then you follow through like, ah, yeah, it's good throw. Yeah, that hurts your fucking it's hand, didn't throw. it? Yeah, Dad, you ah, threw about six miles an yep, hour. Yep, You piece good of one. shit. That okay. was a good one. Yep, that was it. No, that's good. That's good. Um, what else do I have here? Easy Rider is definitely on here. Okay. Easy Rider. Did, it, did Easy Rider even have a beginning, though? Don't. Yeah, it did. It had a beginning where they I mean, shoved money in their gas tanks. <laughs> Was it money or drugs? It was money, right? <laughs> to buy drugs. Um, it was an ending to buy. It was an ending to end the movie. Like they had no other ending, yeah. so the fucking high ass well, sons of yeah. bitches. I mean, they they did the movie on the fly essentially. Like, let's go have a road yeah. trip and I was gonna film say, when, it. When Dennis Hopper is high on cocaine, there's only so many endings he can come up. With. Yeah, and they tried. <laughs> the The reason I don't like it is they tried to be. I'm not gonna say political, but they tried to be of the time. Like, oh yeah, oh these these bigots were killing us because we were hippies and all this other shit. But it doesn't really make sense. They're in New Orleans and we're right outside New Orleans or wherever the fuck they are. Yeah, it doesn't really fucking coincide with the rest of the movie. You don't see that the rest of the movie and those guys just kind of come out of nowhere and yeah, murder them for no fucking reason. It just is an ending to be an ending. <laughs> Because they couldn't think of anything else. Bite his dick more. <laughs> oh my it's god. Another, bite his dick. Another little dog fight. Wrestling match. He's getting his dick bitten. And he no loves way. it. Maybe he doesn't love it. Yeah. Oh, he loves it. Nope. So in my opinion, <laughs> it was an ending because they couldn't think of a better ending. Yeah. And they, they tried to be more symbolic of an ending than it actually fucking was. Yeah. So no, I agree. That's really good. Um... 500 Days of Summer is on there, too. That was so convenient. It was convenient. Autumn. autumn. What's your autumn. name? Oh, Autumn. Yeah, yeah great. Is. Now 500 Days of Autumn. When's that movie coming out? Yeah, really. That was it. Yep. That's all I can say about that movie. It's just, oh, it's, my name's Autumn. And then the next girl's name is going to be Winter in, in uh, uh, Spring. So, no. Fuck yourselves. <laughs> nope. I will not watch any more of those. Nope. That's it. That's it. All right. 
Uh, my honorable mentions, there were a couple that you actually already mentioned, and I think I mentioned them while you mentioned them. And if we're mentioning what you mentioned, then we're going to mention them. Mention, keep mentioning them, because I'm, I'm sure mention, I'll come up with more I'm going to mention so many of the ones you mentioned. Please do. Um, no, but there are a few that I just wanted to point out. Um, Star Wars The Phantom Menace, I thought. I think, so there are two Star Wars movies that I think have awful endings. Number one, The Phantom Menace is that stupid dance parade, like... Hey, Hollywood ending! The Gungan song and the fucking stupid people, and they crown the like Princess Leia is up there, and or not Leia, Queen Amidala and whatever is up there doing stupid shit. It's like, oh, how convenient this is all, and it's just so stupid. But Qui Gon Jinn's dead. Let's all get all happy. One, one that I probably would have put on my list if it wasn't on the can't touch this list: Return of the Jedi, with the Fucking little God, what are they called? Ewoks. The Ewoks. fucking Ewok party. Yeah. The fucking Ewok party. And then guess There's who no shows up to the Ewok party? Obi Wan. Ghosts. Yeah. And if you watch the newer version, there's quite quite and a few ghosts. Darth. There's quite a few ghosts. And Anakin now shows up in the yep. new in the fucking new version. Some it's other ghosts. And Yoda, and it's fucking stupid. A lot of ghosts, man. Dude, why would you end a trilogy as amazing as that with such a stupid? That was the beginning of the end. Lot of ghosts, man. Beginning of the end. Um, then Lord of the Rings: Return of the King, only because it had like three endings, so it became a four-hour movie where you're like, let's end this like half an hour ago. It came up on a lot of lists, and I didn't list it because I didn't remember it quite well enough. So, yeah. So like the first ending is them getting to. Mordor, and then like the hawks or whatever, the phoenixes like those taking them away. Yeah. And boom, that's I one. That's how it ended. Then there's one where uh, they go back to the Shire and oh. Bilbo leaves or whatever. And like it entrusts the entire Shire and the book and whatever with Frodo and says, like, you have to write the final chapter Sam, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Was Gamgee. So there was that. Then there was when everyone's fucking boarding the ship off to religious, you know, Elfdom. whatever. Elf, yeah. Going off to live forever in this. And it's like, come on, guys. Like, and then in the middle of that, they're like, oh, there's a little hobbit orgy in the bed where Frodo's at. Like, oh my God, it's slow motion. Oh, you're alive, you they son of a bitch. I understand Aragorn. why they did it, though. What? Yeah, yeah. You have to understand, there's like, the reason I get it is because there's different races in the movie. No, I and get they it. Each too. need their ending. There's but, the people, there's the elves, there's the dwarves, there's yes. the fucking weird. But they were, they, were all, they were all filmed in a way where if the credits rolled at the end of each scene, it'd be good. But they weren't like, you know, strung together. They were just almost like alternate endings. And so it was, it was like an ending, 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 ending. So I'm not saying... I mean, obviously it wasn't on my list, but it needs to be on there because of just how drawn out the it was. Uh, next one would be I Am Legend. This is not on my list Great. because of the reason that I don't think the rest of the movie really held up as well to make this a shitty ending. But it's the reason that we almost... We actually talked about a little bit earlier about the source material. And the, in the source material, in the book, when if you have seen the movie and you recall... The ending is Will Smith basically in his lab getting just 
fair, you know, all those I don't, zombie, I don't know what you call Vampire them. Vampires. Really. Yeah. Zombies, yeah. They're all bearing down on him and kind of trying to break in and break the door down. Oh, boy. That could have been gnarly. They almost knocked the TV over. Um, so they're trying to bear down on him. And in the book, in the original, what they were trying to do was just very innocently save the, like, subject that Will Smith had and that was, like, testing on. Yeah. They just wanted to take their own back and then get out. Like, they were, there was no malicious intent or anything like that. So he was, like, he trapped, like, Will Smith trapped himself in that, you know, operating room or whatever where it was unbreakable glass and the guy was trying to beat it down in the movie. And the problem in the movie is that they were trying to kill him, which was not the intent of the source material. And so there's a lot different, there's a lot more, like the, the ask, I guess, and I don't know if Will Smith had anything to say about this. Like, no, I need to be the good guy. I can't be the bad guy. I need to be the good guy where I need to go bust out and just, you know, try and be, save myself and my family from all these people, from all this, you know, evil. But what really was is it was, an indictment of him saying, like, hey, what are you doing? These are our, we're not, we're not coming after you. You're coming after us. Give us our person back and we'll leave you the fuck alone. And it's like a question of morality and all that stuff, which didn't happen in the movie. It was just like, we're going to kill you. No, I'm going to kill you. Who kills who first? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the last one, or no, the, another one. America doesn't read and they wouldn't know that. That's true. That's a good thing. Um, second to last is the one that I felt like I had to mention because it's cliche on all, everyone's list. This came up more than anything. It's the new Planet of the Apes. Because I think the original Planet of the Apes where he you know, gets down on his knees in the surf and sees a half-buried Statue of Liberty, meaning we've been on Earth the whole time. Oh my God, this is... This is they've, you know, the whole humanity has been rewritten all this stuff. The new one is like they go to Washington and there's like yeah. monkey policemen and like monkey Abraham is. Lincoln is a monkey and like everyone's a monkey and you're just like this is this is not and apparently Tim Burton had sworn that in and this was one of the first Planet of the Apes was one of the first reimaginings which became like a very hot type of thing. And he was like, I'm going to make an ending that's going to blow people's minds. Just like the original. And this one was so, like... I, this is another one where I didn't think the movie was any good. But the yeah, ending just, just was like... Seriously? And so last one... Well, I have, I have two others that are on the Can't Touch This list. Sunshine. I think Sunshine, I've, I've said ad nauseum, the third act of Sunshine is ridiculous. The, you know, pen backer or whatever coming off and being like this just uh, is ridiculous. Um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Crystal Skull, which is in the... This is actually one that we are not allowed to talk about because it's in the Hall of Shame. But I mention it because you'll know. Fucking aliens. Are you kidding me? Aliens? Aliens. I haven't seen the fucking movie. Um, and then the last one I wanted to say, because I think this is hilarious, Titanic. Ha ha! Boat sinks. Fucking history ruined it for everyone. That's true. <laughs> um, 
But that's those are our top fives and our honorable mentions. Uh, if you have anything to say about those, which I hope you do, because this is a very polarizing and engaging topic, uh, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash critical drinking, and let us know. A little disappointed no one's said really much in... On Facebook? Yeah. Yeah, we need to promote. We need to go spend like 20 bucks and get 6 million followers. I've got $3 in my pocket right now. Boom. We're going to advertise. We're going to go on there and advertise right now. Might as well. We're going to do it right after this. I need so many Indian people following us. All of you people. Iranian, Serbian, Indian. Aaron Petrosian, get your people on this. He's listening. He probably is listening he all the way to the, to, to the end of this 130, wait, no, 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 hour no. 35. He listened to the Scarface one. He yes, thought it was Slayers. He listened to the last one. Neither one of us thought it was like, eh, Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Fair enough. I mean, it took us, you and me, have you listened to it? Which one? The last one we did. I listened to all of them as I'm editing them. I end up listening I've to listened the entire to it episode. as a person. Yeah. Yep. As a person. You are as one myself. of those. As a cat. I listened to it as a cat. <laughs> Didn't like it. Didn't think it was that funny. We were a little rusty. Cats don't have very good senses of humor. They're a little bitchy. We were also... Yeah, we also did a boring... Uh, that's on it us. It was a tough that's time. That's on us. That's on but us. This one's going to be better, and he's going to hear that we just mentioned him, and he's going to piss his pants because he loves it. Aaron. I Aaron hope. Petrosian. When you listen to this, let us know. We'll set a timer for an hour and 35 minutes in, and then Into we're going to look at your pants yeah. because you're going to be pissing them. I don't know. You said Maybe it. I... Don't wait. Don't waffle on that. He's... Commit to him pissing his pants. Waffle with cheese. Commit. Into it. Pants piss. Pee pants. If he doesn't piss on them, I'm going to piss on his pants. <laughs> you, uh, Straight up piss Yes. On. You will piss in his pants if he doesn't piss in his I'm own pants. his pants, not in them. Piss in his pants. Piss in his pants. No, that's weird. Uh, I feel like pissing on or in is equally as weird. Nope. On is definitely more acceptable than in. <laughs> what What if they're like laying on the ground though? I'm not going to put them on and piss in them. And they're open. Oh, right. If they're <laughs> open and I, yeah. Them. Why would they be on the ground open and work? Because he's laughed so hard he is. Taking his just pants taking off? his pants off. Awkward. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, but then what's more acceptable, Tyler? In or on? In, probably, but <laughs> point, I will not pee in his pants if he's wearing them. If he's wearing them, I'll pee on his pants while he's peeing in his pants. Point, point here to, to take the takeaway here. Tyler's going to be pissing in or around no. Aaron's pants. If he pees his own pants, I don't have to pee anything. <laughs> you're going to have to go there. You're going to feel like you're going to have to. You're going to have been storing for an hour and 37 minutes pissed just in case just he doesn't piss his own pants. I pull my seat up to his desk waiting. Just looking waiting at his, for some, like looking some right at his pissing. dick. Just like under his desk just staring. Just waiting for some pee to come out of his vagina and if everyone's, it doesn't <laughs> everyone's around looking up like pants. the fuck where, where are you at? Like piss already. Yeah Tyler answer your fucking phone. Yeah no 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 <laughs> pants piss is happening right now. <laughs> pants piss. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed. Pants piss. Pants, it's, and uh, that needs to be a video. As well. See, we just need to break into video. We need to get into this video podcast. We need to start making money off this podcast. All right. Hey. Um, I think we could have a radio show. Hey, someone pay us, please. I honestly think we could probably have a radio show. I think we need to get sponsored by Keystone Light. I've been saying this from episode one. We need to get sponsored by Keystone Light. Fuck They'll you. provide our beers, and we'll talk it's about It's fucking 20 beers every five fucking weeks. Give them to us. Give them. For free. For free. 
or I'll pay for them. Or he'll piss in or on your pants. For f- I'll pay for them for free. <laughs> I'll pay for them free of charge for you. To me. I'll make you for twenty dollars of free money. I'll make you some money. All right. Um, do you have any shoutouts? I have a shout out to. Uh, I got a couple shoutouts. Rufina <laughs> Malinovskaya. There's another one over there. Cause she's she's not doing so hot. She's got a stack of medical bills nope, over here. One of them's a doctor and the other one's dead. Christina Walker yep. is also probably. Who's needs, Christina Walker? Christina Walker needs some help as well. No, nope, nope. there's another one there too. Um, not only Christina Walker but also Rufina. No, nope, nope. that's Rufina. <laughs> there's definitely another one. What's the other girl's name? Um, there's definitely Melissa Klinkscales. Yep, Klinkscales. That's the one. She's dead. Melissa Klinkscales. Pretty sure she has cancer. If you've moved and are listening to this, which is a one in a billion shot. He tried to reach out to her on Facebook. She didn't respond, right? Figure this out, because you've got some shit. Melissa Klinkscales, we have about (laughs) 150 fucking bills from the hospital for you. Get better soon. I hope you... I hope you get better. Seriously, I hope you get better. Let us know if you're dead or alive so that we can either ship or throw away all of your mail. And Rufina, you do work at the hospital. If you'd like your paychecks, they're here. Otherwise, we're cashing them. They're at here. At the 7-Eleven. I don't know if we can 38% cash interest in your name. I'm unsure if we can. Can we cash those? No, it's obviously illegal. You could forge her signature. It's that she's endorsing it to you. This, I'm not going to be a party to this. You did not hear that, anyone? On tape. No, I worked at a I'm not, not going to forge anyone's signature. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not an accessory to this murder. No one's murder. Any. You killed her. With cancer. <laughs> you can you give people that? <laughs> yeah, you can inject her with. You can. You can look at her the wrong way, and she'll get cancer. No, I think they both worked at a hospital. You can probably getting... abuse her, and she'll get cancer. It's true these days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, he's, yeah, you're gonna shoot me in the face. I'm sorry. He's gonna murder someone. It might not be you, but it's gonna be someone. Just don't let him be me, man. I like my life. All right, um, so we're gonna get out of here. We've been talking about murder and cancer for quite a while now. Not as long. Uh, by the way, speaking of murder, <laughs> you found somebody, or you yeah, found somebody I, in your I park. I personally found someone in my park in the backyard. Uh, there was someone murdered. The police found somebody. They Two were, blocks body from was his dumped. house. Body was dumped a block away from my house. A big block, but it was one block. Yeah, one block from one your house. One square block away from We my don't house. know who, but I can't wait till the um, more info is released. Yeah. Because they won't release much, but nope. I can't wait to see who it is. Yep. <laughs> Very, I'm on the seat of my seat. Uh, so this might be my last podcast because they might come to my door, bang on it, and take me to jail because I'm, I'm being framed for murder. For someone in a bag. The one-armed man at did a it, park. man. The one-armed man. God damn it. I'm going to have to be a fugitive. I'm going to have to go to Chicago I'll and help call you. you from payphones. And... No, I'll help you, man. All right. Me and my car will get you about three blocks until <laughs> it blows up. <laughs> and then I'm on foot. I'm a fugitive. No, y- I'm a fugitive from my own house. What the fuck, man? <laughs> this is amazing. I'm also going to post this on... Uh, this is a perfect encapsulation. Oh, oh man. Toast. That would have been so great. Bastard. Toby. That was like a perfect encapsulation of what we've been dealing with all night. It's Tobes just straddling B while she's sleeping, just chilling, and just getting all over her face. Dude, he uh, had his D in her M. Yep. Dick in her mouth. Mangina. Oh, mouth. Dick in yep. her vagina. 
Alright, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, episode 66 in the books. Again, go to our social media pages and figure out what we need to do. Uh, like us and follow us and we'll talk to you, I don't know, next week? Two weeks from now? Eight weeks. Can we do it soon? We'll do it now. We'll do it, we'll do we it tomorrow. We can do it on a regular basis. We'll do it tomorrow. Alright, see you guys next time. Love you. <laughs>